real quick before we dive into this episode of the podcast. Be sure to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Now on to the show. If you haven't already, be sure to grab your free copy of my first two books, Frugalpreneur and Authorpreneur, by going to thesarahstjohn.com forward slash free. That's T-H-E-S-A-R-A-H-S-T-J-O-H-N dot com forward slash free. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Frugalpreneur Podcast. I am your host, Sarah St. John, and my guest today is a video podcast and clubhouse expert. Please welcome to the show, Mark Savant. Can you give us a little bit of background on your history and how you got started in entrepreneurship before we get into the topic I want to discuss, which is clubhouse? I've never been very entrepreneurial, but I always like to take control of my own destiny. And I recognize that the world is changing very rapidly. There's a lot of advancements in technology. The workplace is uncertain. And so I say, you know what? I want to take control. And I think one of the best ways to do that is to start a side hustle. So I'm an after-hours entrepreneur. I run an insurance agency by day. I have two kids. I'm married. And by night, I'm the after-hours entrepreneur. So that's really what got me into it was wanting to take control of my own destiny. I love your podcast, by the way, The After-Hours Entrepreneur. Well, I first found you on Clubhouse. And so I've watched some of your YouTube videos and now I'm subscribed to your podcasts and I think I've made it through like half of them so far. <laughs> I love <laughs> them. You. And I, I think you're such a great interviewer too, the questions that you ask and the direction you take it. So as far as Clubhouse goes, it's a new platform and a lot of people aren't maybe familiar with it and how it works. Can you give a brief rundown on what it is and how it works? Absolutely. I'd be happy to. So essentially what Clubhouse is, is a social media app that's audio only, right? So you're not scrolling through photos and videos and a bunch of ads. You're scrolling through rooms where people are having conversations, which are audio only. That's basically what it is in a nutshell. And I, I can't wait to talk about it because it's a very exciting app. Elon Musk just did a town hall there. And what's what's really cool is these big name players are, are getting in there and you're getting early access. You're getting great access to have conversations with awesome people. I, I was talking to a guy the other day who had hopped into a room with Mr. Beast, who is probably the biggest YouTuber on planet Earth. And he hopped into this room and just it was a small room because he was first in there. And he actually got a job working with Mr. Beast, which I thought was a really cool story. So anyway, there's a lot of opportunity. It's an audio only app. And I'd love to talk about why it's important and how we can implement it into our business. I just want to put this out there, Sarah. I've got a ton of great videos on YouTube. I'm putting a lot of effort into YouTube, how to's, how to create a club, how to moderate a room, how to ask great questions, how to invite people, how to market your room. So I've got a lot of like really in-depth stuff there also. But essentially what you can do with Clubhouse is build no like, and trust and have really quick, great conversations with people at a high velocity. One of the challenges that I found with podcasting is it's difficult to get engagement with your audience. There's not a great place to leave comments or respond back. And you can do that on social media platforms, but it doesn't translate quite as well to your podcast. But what's really great about Clubhouse is most of the people that are on Clubhouse are already familiar with podcasting because they're familiar with audio. And again, because you're able to get guests on 
and audience members on stage really quickly, you're able to just meet so many awesome people very quickly. So for me, it's a great, I hate to use the term funnel. I'm not a huge fan of the word funnel, but it's a great top of funnel place to spend your attention because you're able to meet and build know, like, and trust with many people. Yeah. And I have been in rooms. I haven't hosted a room yet. I'm, I'm, Working on that, I have a few ideas about what I want to do, but I've been in rooms and I, I just, uh, I usually listen to it as I'm going to sleep. <laughs> and then it's funny because sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and that room is still going. Like these rooms can go for hours and days. And like you said, there's big name people in there. Like I've been in rooms with Grant Cardone and some of the Sharks and Ty Lopez and whatnot. So I think some people, though, are, you know, because you can't record on Clubhouse. And so I think some people probably think, well, what's the point? Because then I can't repurpose it. But like you're saying, you you can network and meet so many people and, and then get them maybe into your podcast. Clubhouse is now the new top of funnel and then get them into your podcast or your YouTube channel and so on. Is that kind of what you're seeing? There's a lot of advantages because you're able to meet a lot of people very quickly. You can actually record in Clubhouse. You can't do it within the app because there's certain technical stuff that's involved. I'm actually going to be recording a video for my YouTube channel that breaks down exactly how to do that very soon. You need a little bit of exterior equipment, Sarah. You can't just do it within the app itself. It also creates some sort of FOMO, right? People actually want to be there. They don't want to miss it. And it creates more of an interactive experience. I'll give you a good example of, of what it's kind of like. Is It's like going to a conference and getting a chance to listen to people on stage, having a conversation about a topic that you're interested in, want to learn more about, and you have the opportunity to grab the mic, get on stage and ask them a question, which is really cool. But at the same time, everybody that's in the audience will have your information and hear your story and be able to link and connect with you on other platforms immediately. So if you get onto a room, onto a stage with Grant Cardone, it's like everyone instantly has access to your Instagram, your Twitter, your LinkedIn, they can find you all over. So it's a really powerful networking tool in, in that regard, but you have to be thoughtful because it could be a huge time sink, like all social media. So you need to have a strategy. You need to go into Clubhouse thinking, how am I going to get the most value out of this? And just for starters, one of the things that I would recommend is always make sure you've got a notepad with you when you're on Clubhouse, because there's so many great gems. <laughs> how many rooms have you hosted now? Oh, dozens, dozens and dozens of rooms. I host a show every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. It's about how to grow your podcast. I've had some amazing, amazing podcasters on the show and on the show every week just to share their best tips. I learned something new every week and it's been powerful. I also want to point out it's been powerful for me in growing my email list. As entrepreneurs and side hustlers, we always want to be growing our connection with our audience on separate platforms. You don't want to be all in on social media because that's rented land. But because I've been hosting these great rooms on Clubhouse and people have wanted the notes, they want to know what's going on, what's the newest trend, what are the best takeaways I've had this great call to action of hit me up on Instagram, message me Clubhouse Notes, and I'll add you to my list and you'll get my weekly notes about the best things that I've heard for the week. And so it, it really gives you actionable tactics that you can take to your own podcast or to your own hustle without spending hours on the app listening. And you mentioned, yeah, you can't record directly in the app, but you could do it through external software. But I thought there was some kind of policy that you weren't allowed to. But I guess maybe if you tell the room that you're recording and put that disclaimer out there, then you can do that. You definitely want to read the terms of service. That's a great point, Sarah. You definitely want to read the terms of service. Basically, the key is this. 
you need to make sure that anyone who's having their voice recorded knows that they are being recorded and they know what could happen with that recording, that you're going to be distributing it out across your podcast or your radio show or whatever you're going to be doing. You want to make sure that they're clear. So again, read the terms of service consult your attorney. This is not legal advice, all that. But basically what you would do is just say, before I start recording, I'll ask, Hey, Sarah, we're going to be recording this live for my audio podcast, which is going to be distributed across multiple platforms. Do I have your consent? Could you say your name and give consent? And then that's essentially a way of making sure that they're aware and that your audience is aware. And quite frankly, if you're not hitting on really controversial topics, everyone is going to want their voice on there. Now, if you're recording someone just to blast them on the media for I don't know, some political reason than that you might want to watch out, right? But most of the time, we're just sharing great advice from experts in entrepreneurship, digital media, YouTube, podcast, TikTok. So these people want to get their voices out there and they're more than happy to share. And I love that video that you just put out on YouTube where it shows you how to create your own club. I think you had to be on some kind of waiting list prior to recently, but to start your own club, you still have to have hosted what three rooms, I guess, within a short period of time to even be eligible. That's my go-to host three rooms in one week and you should get the access. Basically clubhouse wants to make sure that you're active and you at least understand how to host a room. Because that's really what you want your club for. When you host a room, you host it under your club name. And that gives you an opportunity to build a community. You kind of think of it almost as like a Facebook group in a way. There's differences, but that's a good way of thinking about what your clubhouse room will be like. And you had mentioned Instagram and Twitter. Those are the two social media networks that you can link to within your profile on Clubhouse. And as far as I know, those are the only clickable links within your profile. What are your tips for your profile as far as, because I hear that people are more likely to actually check out your profile on Clubhouse than they are really any other social network. So it's important to hook them Well, that's exactly right, Sarah. Remember that Clubhouse is an audio-only platform, so you can't direct message and send text to other users on the platform. So what happens is the conversations go off of Clubhouse, which is what's really exciting. So now you're having conversations on your Instagram and you're building up your Instagram network, or maybe someone messages you on LinkedIn or on Twitter. So you're growing multiple social media platforms at once, which to me is really, really exciting. I think quick tips, Sarah, that can be really helpful is this. Remember, we just mentioned that Clubhouse is audio only. You're going to be building up your network. People are going to be looking for you on other platforms. So I recommend having the same profile picture on Clubhouse across all of your social media icons. This will make it really easy for people to identify you when they see you on Clubhouse and they're looking for you on another platform, whether that's TikTok or LinkedIn or Facebook. As far as like your bio, I guess when people first click on it, they only see like the first three lines, I believe. And so it's important, I guess, to make that really clear about who you are and what you can help with. Do you recommend putting a call to action right there in those three lines or wait further down the profile? Probably not a call to action. To your point, you want to be very, very clear as to what you do and the value that you can bring the person that just tapped on your face and is now looking at your bio. You also want to consider searchability. So adding some keywords in there would be a good idea. So for example, if you're big into podcasting, you're trying to grow your podcast, you might want to use the word podcast within the first three lines of your bio. If you're big into social media marketing, you'd want to add that. So think about adding some searchability because again, Clubhouse is still in its infancy, but even as it 
gains more users, people will be going there and Clubhouse is going to try to link users together that have similar interests. So that's a good way of leveraging the searchability in your text and in your copy. And this goes across multiple platforms, by the way. Being clear and using keywords is a great way to let these mysterious algorithms know the people that you want to be connected with. And I recently heard someone say that they recommend changing up your profile a little bit for every room you go in to make it more relevant. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's a great idea. I don't think that that's mandatory. I do that sometimes, but that's a very good point, Sarah. And that's a great next level tactic. Because if you're in a LinkedIn room, you're going to be speaking to a different audience than if you're in a TikTok room or if you're in a YouTube growth room. And I think that's a really great tip. And what are your thoughts on other social media platforms now kind of coming out with or plans to come out with competitors to Clubhouse? Like there's Twitter spaces and then I think Facebook is working on something. Do you feel like those are going to overshadow Clubhouse or do you think Clubhouse is still going to be the place people go for their audio content? So this is a really great question. It's a difficult thing to predict. I will say that I think Clubhouse offers a great experience for the user. It's a unique experience. And I I just think it's a very enjoyable app. I think people spend a lot of time in the app when they're there. It's certainly possible that other platforms will mirror or copy some of the ideas. It's hard to tell what's going to win out, right? And this is going to be a constant question across every single app that you try. So one of the things that I recommend is dedicating a certain percentage of your time to trying new things, trying new apps. I generally spend roughly 20% of my week saying, I'm going to try something completely new that I've never tried before. And that kind of keeps you on your toes trying different things. I would expect that Clubhouse over the next six months to a year is going to release a lot of new features, ways to engage with your customers or your clients, your audience, ways to monetize ways to advertise. None of this stuff has even started yet. So right now, I think is a great time to start building an audience there and building up your club. I think building a strong club with a great name that's searchable is a really good strategy right now in quarter one of 2021. Yeah, I heard that they're thinking about adding a tipping feature, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, like a super chat feature. You see that across a lot of live platforms like Twitch and like YouTube. These super chats are really common. I would not be surprised at all. (laughs) Well, awesome. Well, I appreciate your time today. I know you have another meeting here in a few minutes. I love something that you do at the end of all your podcasts where you do the rapid fire. So I kind of wanted to ask you some of the same questions then that you ask. So let's see, what is your top tool for under $50? Lavalier microphone, just a quick lavalier microphone, clip it in less than 20 bucks. Awesome. Yeah. I've been thinking about getting one of those. Let's see if you had 10 seconds to talk to yourself 10 years ago, what would you say? Give value to those around you. Find a way to give value to those around you. If you had a billboard, what would you say? Be better than yesterday is the advice I'll give myself 10 years ago, but Those three words are so powerful. Be better than yesterday. Four words. (laughs) That's a good line. I like that. Be better than yesterday. What is your favorite podcast? There's so many great ones, Sarah. I definitely enjoy Joe Rogan. I enjoy the Tim Ferriss show. I enjoy social media marketing podcast with Michael Stelzner. I also like Underdog Empowerment with Zachary Babcock. He's a very real guy. I, I respect him a lot. You did an episode with him. That's the one I heard with him. He, he, he sounds like an interesting guy. I might try to see if I can get him on my show. He's a good dude. And I will also say, I listen to all my episodes as well. The App Hours Entrepreneur. <laughs> 
I think that's an important thing to listen to your own show because you can always improve. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you stay better than yesterday, it's a good way to get there. So yeah, my show, The After Hours Entrepreneur is definitely one I listen to. And Well, awesome. Well, are there any last words that you wanted to say before we say goodbye? Yeah. If anyone would like to find me, you can find Mark Savant all over the web. Mark Savant Media is the name of my social media company. And I help entrepreneurs and business owners stay top of mind and build thought leadership across multiple platforms with less time. Don't spend all your time posting to social media. Me and my team are excellent, excellent, excellent. And make sure that you're branded properly and just getting out to as many people with his little time commitment. Well, awesome. Yeah. MarkSavantMedia.com. And and then I'll also have show notes at thesarahstjohn.com forward slash Mark Savant. Well, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you, Sarah. If you enjoyed and found value from this episode, I'd greatly appreciate it if you rate, review, subscribe, and share at ratethispodcast.com forward slash frugalpreneur. Until next time. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack, connect with fellow listeners, share your thoughts on episodes, engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.